that kill, you can push that dope. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. You can steer that wheel, hit the gas and go. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Hello, James. Happy Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, we usually do our episodes via Monday, Friday, but because of schedule conflict, we decided to start doing them on Tuesdays. Or, we, or depending on how we feel. Or depending on when you listen to it. Yes, true. Um, yes, yes, yes. Well, this is episode 33. Thank you for tuning in. Let's talk about the sharks. Yes. First. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, I forgot to add last night's game, but I did fine. it. For oh us. no, you added. You added it. Sweet. Uh, so they played. What was that? The, the first game they played. Uh, Sharks versus Oilers. Uh, I forgot what day it was. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yep. Yep. It was. Uh, they won five two. LeBanc. LeBanc. Is that how you say it? Is that, is that how you? Is that how you I think it's LeBanc. It? LeBanc. Excuse me. Had a hat trick. Kind of sick. Uh, he took it to the Gage bank. Each had one goal and one assist each. Did you hear that? No, I did not hear because I was talking. So he... like when I, I talk, it like doesn't let you talk, so I can't hear what you're saying. He took it to the bank on Saturday. <laughs> right, 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 right. Great job. I Thank like you. that one actually. Thank Good you. job. Uh, Todd Skoymeyer and Sorensen and Dylan each had one assist, and Thornton had. Two assists while Dell, the goalie, had Aaron Dell. Was, uh, that's what I said. I said Dell. Aaron, well, I know for, the, for those who don't know his first name, his name's Aaron Dell. Aaron Dell, yes. Yes. Uh, was uh, 21 for 23 on saves and had a 91.3 save percentage. Yes. In the business, they say they say 913. Yes. Yesterday they played the Vancouver Canucks, where they won the game seven to two. They scored a touchdown. Yes, uh, the Canucks goalie, I guess, according to Jake. I'll I'll, I'll uh, set it up. I'll set excuse it up. me. I'll set it up. So yeah, so the Canucks goalie yesterday had his first ever NHL game. He is nineteen years old, a nineteen-year-old goalie in his first ever start. Uh, he was forced into action because their top two goalies got injured. And so they called him as an emergency goalie to come up from his junior hockey league, which is like Yikes. not even like the eight, not even like the minor leagues for the NHL. This is like this is like the uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's like what's like a good example of it that I can make. What are you trying to make an example of? Like this is not like the AHL. Like the AHL is like their major hockey. It's like the major minor hockey league. It's the other league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like triple A basically. Um so right. I'll put it like this way. AHL's triple A. The league he was in was like rookie ball. Basically. So it's very yikes. It's like where you, Yeah, it's like where you you um let's say you drafted someone like the year before or the same year and you have to put it like he's not old enough to play for the AHL, you put him in his junior hockey league. Yeah. Um, so that's where he was at, the junior hockey league cuz you drafted in 2017, 19 years old making his first ever career start. Against the hottest team in the NHL, who've scored the most goals since January in the NHL, yes. and are the second best team in the NHL. Yes. And I made the comparison of it's like giving it's like getting a a pitcher in rookie ball 
and telling him, hey, tomorrow, yeah, you're um, playing, you're facing the New York Yankees. They just have, you know, Stanton Judge, the best offense in the league, most home runs. <laughs> uh, good luck, buddy. He's like, huh? Have fun, buddy. So, yeah, he was, so, like, the goalie was majorly overmatched. It wasn't really his, some of the goals weren't his fault. The second goal was his fault by Kane when Kane just, like, backhanded it from, like, before the blue line. And, like, the, his defender, like, tried to get it with his hand to catch it, missed it. Goalie would try to catch it with his glove or his blocker. Yes, I saw that, yes. And that I went put, in. I put that highlight up on our uh, Instagram page. Yes. So, yes. yeah, so. But then, you know, I give him credit, though, because he wasn't. I mean, he, I mean, he tried his best. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a. Like a, the most, like the difficult, the most hardest or difficult, like, situation I've ever seen in my life. Did you just say the most hardest? Pause. But yeah, so. <laughs> It was so one. I felt so bad for him because it was like he had no shot. It's like, oh god, yeah. here we go. It was three yeah, nothing. You texted me and I was like, he was like this sharks. I saw. I was like, this sharks game. And I looked at the score. I was like, holy shit, it's three zero in the first already. It was, was three like, zero with like not even eight minutes passed in the game. Yeah, I was like, what? I was, I was, I was, drunk. I was like, holy shit, already. Yeah, I felt. I was just ooh, poor yeah. guy. Jake definitely felt bad. Yeah, I mean. You know it was kind of was kind of messed up. You know it was messed up. The Sharks what? were up like six to two or like six one or something, and they had the yeah. power play like in the third period, and they put out their number one power play. It's like here, goalie, try this. <laughs> they said, "See you later, dude." It's like Jesus. I felt so bad for him, but after the game, he was like saying that, you know, it was fun anyways. Like you saying how fun it was. He said like how when there was the two on one with uh, when Joe Thornton was with um, I believe LeBanc. Uh, yeah. yeah, LeBanc on the seventh, the sixth or seventh goal it was. I think it was the sixth. Yeah, it was the sixth goal. It was like two on one, and the goalie's like at the games like, yeah. When I saw Joe Thornton on the two on one, I had to like pretend like I, I had to make it feel like I wasn't like dreaming, like this was actually real life happening. Because he's like, because he was like, he was playing in junior hockey, which is like, yeah, nowhere near. The nowhere. It's like yeah, I, no. Yeah, yeah. Some of those, most of the guys in the in the junior hockey league are like seventeen. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, they're really young. Yes. Yeah, sixteen, seventeen. And most of them like aren't even drafted by teams yet. He was yeah, drafted. They're just he, playing. They're just playing. Yeah, he's right? just, they're, they're just, just playing. You know, yeah. Yeah, because they're not old enough to play for the AHL team, which is kind of weird how they have an age thing you have to be. But they don't allow yeah. them to play in AHL, and they're not yet ready to play in the NHL. So this poor mm-hmm. guy, off the had to fly to had to fly across the country and like had to fly across the country in Canada. And his first start against the hottest team in the NHL, who has the second most yeah. goals in the league, and I've averaged five goals a game in the last six games. Fucking crazy. Poor you guy. want to talk about who's, who all scored on uh, yesterday? Yeah, so Evander Kane scored two times. He has 26 goals in the year. Kevin LeBanc scored again. Uh, fourth, his four goals in two games, his 10th of the season. Meyer scored his 20th. Pavelski is 30th. Hurdle 26th. And Melker Carlson scored his 9th. The Sharks have five goal scorers over 20 goals, which leads the NHL. Yes. Which is just shows how much depth they have. But, yeah, so now they've won five straight games. They play this Thursday against the, uh, I think, yeah, this Thursday against the Cap- the Washington Capitals, who won the Stanley Cup last year, Alex mm-hmm. Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they play again. I just don't know who they play after that. But I think they play the Canucks again on Saturday. Um, okay. So they do that. They should win these next two games. 
Uh, so that'll be seven. Hopefully, it'll be seven straight games. They're 34, 16, and seven on the year with 75 points, which ranks first in the Pacific Division and first in the in the Western Conference. They're second NHL behind the Tampa Bay Lightning. Here's a caveat, though. They're in first place now, but they have a two game. They have they played two more games than the Flames, and the Flames are only right. one point back. So basically, when they even up in games, I'm guessing the Flames will be up probably anywhere from a point to two points. Right. Um, so that's kind of. So they're in first place now, but in a couple of days, they probably won't be in first place. Um, but still, they're still playing really well. And yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks for the Sharks. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, like you were talking, or you were about, you wrote on our Google Doc that there, the trade deadline is next week. You want to talk about more about that? Uh, I believe the trade deadline is next week. Let me actually look it up. NHL. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. The trade deadline, okay, it's actually not. Trade deadline is Monday, February 25th, so a couple weeks. So two weeks from now. Basically, yes. Yeah, basically two weeks from now. And rumors um, are, unless you want to talk about it. You say rumors? You yeah, say rumors? Rumors are the Sharks are looking to add depth at the center spot and maybe a backup goalie. However, the backup goalie is like, they probably won't add a goalie because Aaron Dell's actually been playing pretty well recently. He's been, he was right. bad before this. They probably don't need a backup goalie, but they, but Peter DeBoer, their coach, likes having a, a veteran fourth line center. Right now they're throwing out their uh they're throwing out um oh what, what uh Dylan Gambrell who's like young um uh-huh. he's young there uh Barkley Goodrow in his four line hasn't been really doing much offensively or defense he hasn't been playing well recently so they might add to the to the wing spot there as well for the fourth line but right that's not like a big need but what they usually do is like they usually the last couple of years they added a like a, a let, I mean, yeah, since the board's been, like, coach, um, they've always had, like, a... In the beginning of the season, they had, like, young players play fourth-line center. Then they realized, okay, right. they get a veteran. So they get a veteran and makes them even, makes them even deeper. They did that last year with uh, Eric Fair, uh, who's now in the Minnesota Wild, who could be traded again because they're not good and they're out of the playoffs right now. Sharks might go look at that again, give up a seventh-round pick. Um, right. They might do that. They might also... They, and I believe the first year... When they went to the cup final, it was Dinus Zubris was on their fourth line. They signed him. They also made a move for uh, this guy named Nick uh, Nick Spalling that year, too, who was like a veteran fourth line center. So that's what they're probably going to do that. They don't have much to offer with, like, you know, um, what's that word? Like, you know what that word is? What word are you looking for? I don't understand. Like, they don't have. The uh, it's obviously not depth, right? No, it's like let me try, let me go on uh, NHL rumors. What is it? What is it? Oh, okay, here we go. They don't have they don't have many trade chips draft wise. Uh, in twenty nineteen, oh, okay. in twenty nineteen, they only have five picks. In twenty twenty, they have five picks as well. That's because they trade like all of them for. They traded a first round pick last for Vander Kane and then obviously Carlson also. Yeah, they traded. Tra- yeah, the and they traded. Yeah. yeah, and they traded a bunch of like prospects and young players. They uh-huh, still have uh-huh. they, they still have pretty like really good depth, like really high end prospects that they could trade. But they but since their teams like their team core is kind of old, they probably want to keep those guys. Like right, like uh, Ryan Merkley, who's their first round pick, who's really good. Sasha Chimavelski, who's like in 
in the is in junior right now. Uh, but he played at AHL last year. He might come back after that season there. And Ivan Chekovich, who they signed to an right. entry year entry contract for like three years. So those right. are the type. Markley's like one of the top like he's like a top ten prospect basically. Uh, he's really good. Uh, he's like he was born in two thousand. He almost made the team this year, which would have been shocking because he was like. I I think he was like seventeen years old when he was in right. like their training camp, but he was like like being a stud all over the place. He was always like he was always all over the ice making plays and getting assists stuff like that. He almost made the team at seventeen, which would have been kind of cool, but amazing That's to see. Crazy, yeah. They say like his this pro comparison. He's like a, another Brent Burns. Uh, Brent Burns actually Brent Burns isn't the best comparison. The best comparison for him is uh, Eric Carlson. That's his best. Uh, right, 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 right. Like Eric Carlson and uh, PK Subban, who's on the uh, uh, Nashville Predators. That's like his comparison, and those were two of the uh-huh. best defensemen in the league. So he's right. good. Uh, Kevin LeBanc may Kevin LeBanc could be that trade ship if they want to go deep. Like if they want to make oh, a big oh. move. Like a, uh, probably, I mean, he has been playing hot, so I mean that could be a yeah, it could be good to use. Leverage, yeah, it could um, be good. Yeah, exactly. Like if they want Artemi Panarin, they can use him to get him, or like a Matt Duchesne or a Mark Stone from both of those guys, Duchesne and Stone from the Senators. We talked about Panarin a lot on this podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I remember talking about Duchesne too. Yeah, Duchesne's like he's having a contract year, so, and they're mm-hmm. this is their year that they, they want to win the cup. Uh, they. A rental like him or Mark Stone, who's twenty, they're like twenty six, twenty seven. Mark Stone scored tonight. Uh, he has twenty six goals on the year and uh, thirty one assists. Right. Um, he's really good. And Matthew Shane, who's a, was a former number one pick overall or third overall pick overall, he has twenty five goals, twenty eight assists, fifty three points in forty five, forty six games. Uh, so he's a a point per game, which is really good. Right. So those right. are ty- those are like the big prospect, big players they could go after. Probably won't. They probably won't be able to get that type of guy though, because they don't have a lot of. They don't want to give up their young players, and they don't have a lot of draft right. picks. Exactly. They probably won't do that. So a guy like a, my like a a good like person to look out for is Matt Zuccarello from the New York Rangers. Uh, he's hey. he's been injured this year, but when healthy, the past couple of years he scored about like I think he has like forty, at least forty or fifty points per season when he's there. They might also look at the couple guys from the Rangers. Uh, I believe Kevin Hayes. And um, oh, Kevin Hayes and Matt Zagrell, like I said, but we right. all know we'll 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 know more when the trade deadline gets closer because they always oh, they usually, two weeks, right? Exactly. Yeah, they usually always make a move. So I expect I expect yeah. them to make one move. It just depends on what they yeah. want or what they're going to give up. But yeah, it should be interesting. That's, yeah, definitely agree with you. Probably nothing big, something just to add depth or you know, add to a line to strengthen it or something like that. But yes, we shall see. They do have, like you said, they play again tomorrow. Yeah, they play tomorrow. Also, they can they can they can trade for a guy who's making right now. They have three point eight million in cap, but he can go over like one hundred fifty percent of it. So the the highest amount of salary they can get back is five point seven million, unless they trade a guy from their team who's like who's making money. Like if they trade like a, let's say they want you know, they want um, Matt Duchesne. He's making about, I believe, he's his his current sat, cap hit right now six million. So they they'll be over by three hundred thousand. So they can't make that. But if they trade Kevin LeBanc, who's making about a million this year, that will they will be he's making seven hundred forty two thousand. So then if they do that, they can put LeBanc for Duchesne and like prospects as well. Uh, then they can go under the cap and make that move. 
but right. it's probably not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, correction, and they play not tomorrow, but they play Thursday. Thursday. Against the Capitals, yes. Alexander Ovechkin and them boys. Yes, and them boys. But let's move on to some Warriors talk. Um, they did play on Sunday. Uh, they actually played the Heat. It was actually a pretty close game. Slow start. But the Warriors came up with the dub, uh, 120-118. Uh, the Heat actually led in the first quarter 24-7. And that was when I turned the TV off. Yeah, it wasn't a good start. Yeah, it was a terrible start. The last um, two games they started off the, pretty shittily. Yeah. But uh, they obviously came back. They won it. Um, it's pretty exciting at the end, too. But uh, for some stats, uh, Clay had 29-3-2. He was uh, 11 from 21 from field goal, 6 from 13 from three-point line. Uh, Katie was uh, 39-6-4. Going 16 for 24 from field goal, but he only hit one for seven from the three point line. Crazy. Hmm. Uh, and Curry had uh, 25 4 and 2. He was 50% from field goal, 9 for 18, and then also 50% from three, 5 for 10. Uh, if I have the stat correct, he currently has 2,355 three pointers made and still is in third with three pointers made in the history of the NBA. Uh, Draymond had 14 rebounds that game, and when Urepka went in, it kind of had a spark off the bench that Warriors needed to get back into the game. He was, he ended with 7-2-1. Uh, yeah, two straight and, games he's come out off the bench and gave him a spark. Yes, love that spark. Yes. Jonas, spark, Urepka. Love it. Hmm. Um, Is that his actual nickname? No, no absolutely oh. not. That's absolutely not his nickname. Um, we usually don't talk about the other teams, but we're going to start doing that. Well, for me, I'm going to start doing that. Uh, the Heat's Josh Richardson caught fire that game. <laughs> he had 37 points. You like that? Caught fire. Caught fire. He had the team high. Uh, he was actually 8 for 11 from the three-point line. And get this, he only took one free throw the entire game. Crazy. Uh, D-Wade was, uh, 10, 6, and 9. Nice. Nice. He played 29 minutes off the bench and played some crucial minutes minute. towards the end. He actually had a very important block against KD to shift the momentum, but the Heat could not capitalize at the end. Uh, solid game. Shout out D-Wade. The Warriors play tonight, actually. The Jazz are currently 32-24. and 24. They play at 7.30 tonight, and it's a home game. And then on Thursday? No, Wednesday. No. Yeah, Thursday, because tomorrow's Wednesday, excuse me. No, today's Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday, yes. On Wednesday, they play the Trailblazers, Jesus, who are currently 33 and 22. Having some issues, Also at 730. Excuse me? Having some issues? Are we we good, though? Yes, we're we're good. My dad just... Oh, your dad just said, hey. Complain about Thomas. Thomas Frankel, my guy. Yeah, he can't hear you. <clears throat> yeah, he'll hear it on the podcast though if he listens. Uh... <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, the Warriors play tonight against the Jazz, seven thirty, and play tomorrow against the Blazers, also seven thirty. But that's an away game. But let's shift to more some more uh, other NBA news. This not this might not seem relevant, but somewhat is. Uh, Jeremy Lin had a buyout with the Hawks and is going to be signing with the Raptors. Hmm. Yes, I'll keep this la- the second one I want to say last, so you can do your thing. 
Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> D-Wade and Steph traded jerseys after their game on Sunday. Legend shit. Hmm. And you had something about Magic Johnson and Ben Ben Simmons. Yeah, I need to find that, though, so give me a second. Yeah, so for some background, uh, I guess Ben Simmons wanted to talk to Magic Johnson dur- uh, this coming offseason about big guard shit. Hmm. You know, they're pretty big guards or something like that, I guess. I, I don't guess. They are. Yes. Um, but so Rob Palenka, is that, did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, asked, or whatever, the 76ers, if they could, and Elton Brand said, fuck off. Um, and then all of a sudden, the NBA tried to see if they, the Lakers violated any rules or tampering or anything, bullshit like that. And the update today was that they did not find anything, which is you know, so okay, which is good, I guess, for the Lakers, obviously. Um, but yeah, have you found what you need to look for? No. <laughs> did that, you not have it up God. it is what it is let's see as you can see Jake is very not is not prepared I fucking I for had his, it for, for his big I... moment here yeah so that Jeremy Lin signing is actually pretty good for the Raptors I believe it actually hot take I think he's better than Kyle Lowry no I'm joking he's not Okay, I found the quote. All right, read it. So Magic Johnson was asked. This is from, okay. This is from Slam Online. Shout out to them. If they want to sponsor us, that'd be great. Johnson was asked if he thought New Orleans was negotiating in good faith. Here's what Magic Johnson said in his wisdom and quoting quotability. I think that's a word. Anyways, no, Johnson said. We knew that basically at the end of the day, what happened happened, and we knew that when we first started. In terms of what happened, but hey, it is what it is. I'll repeat it again. Say it again. Johnson was asked if he thought New Orleans was negotiating in good faith. No, Johnson said. We knew that basically at the end of the day, what happened, happened. And we knew that when we first started, in terms of what happened, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. No, it does not. It was useless. Like, I don't don't understand what he's trying to say. No idea. I guess he's saying like... we knew they weren't going to act in good faith, so it is what it is, but it is what it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't understand what Magic Johnson is saying. Um, he's the king of saying he's the king of saying so much stuff that means nothing. Yeah, I didn't understand anything that he just read. Um, yeah, I don't know, um, but we'll, we'll see. I don't think anything's going to happen with that. I don't think anything is a big deal right now. Well, yeah, nothing's going to happen until the off season, but... Yeah. But well, yes. Who knows? But who knows? Well, let's move on from the NBA and talk about some college basketball. Wow. Are you down? St. Mary's looked good that night, huh? Good effort. Yeah, so, yeah, St. Mary's and Gonzaga played Saturday. The score was... The St. Mary's lost. St. Mary's scored 46 and Gonzaga scored 94. St. Mary's only had one assist all game. Terrible. Uh, they shot 8% from three. One for 13. Uh, they only made 15 shots all game out of 58 shots. 26%. Uh, 
And they play Santa Clara this Saturday, not Thursday, excuse Ooh. me, this Saturday, 8 p.m. As you know, they play Santa Clara this Thursday at 8 p.m. away, and on Saturday they play Pepperdine home at 8 o'clock. I'll be at that game. By the way, we have some breaking news MLB-wise. We'll talk about that later uh, on. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, keep on going. Um, to Jake's college team, Cal State East Bay Pioneers. Uh, we well, the... won. They won a close game. Woo! Uh, Title. 74, uh, Dominguez Hills uh, 72. Uh, Evan Wardlow had a game-high 20 points. Who? Pretty good. Uh, one of your guys' players. Uh Evan Wardlow. Yeah, I went on eastbay.com. Nice. See your guys' team paints. Yes, yes. Ah, weird. Uh, Jawan Anderson Juwan... had a total of 12 points. Jawan James. the game winner for you guys. Nice. So I guess it was tied 72-72, and he drained the game winner. Hmm. Good for that guy. Good. Happy yeah, for our like pioneers. Like um, and for those who don't know, still far away. It's only February 12th. Really? March Madness is only 36 days away. And to be honest, I've watched only Duke, so that's all I know. <laughs> I've watched, obviously I've watched St. Mary's, but they're not going to be in it. But I've watched uh, Duke. I've watched Tennessee play. I've watched North Carolina play. i watched Gonzaga play. I've watched Michigan play, and they're pretty good. Hmm. So mostly just all the teams that are like the one seeds who are currently uh, Duke, Tennessee, Virginia, and Gonzaga. Um, but I do have a question for you. Yes. Although it's way too early for prediction. But with these one seeds, like I said, Duke, Tennessee, Virginia, and Gonzaga, do you see one of them falling to a 16 seed like that happened last year? Hmm. Is Virginia one seed? They are. Two years in a row? I doubt it. I don't think they choked two years in a row. Well, who knows? They suck, so. Yeah. Shout out UMBC. Golden Retrievers. Yeah, University of Maryland, them. Baltimore County. Yes. Shout out. Shout out to the shout out to the dogs. The yes. dogs. Dogs. Yeah, have anything else on basketball, Jake? Um, no, not really. Alright, well let's move on to some somewhat football news. Obviously it's the off season for the NFL, but let's talk about our beloved 49ers. Yes. Um As you can this is obviously our NFL news topic, but I'll just bring it up now that Kyler Murray has officially declared that he's going to be pursuing football. And with that being said, will the Niners trade the second overall pick to a QB needy team this draft? Yes, if Bose is drafted first overall. Oh, I kind of like that. Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah, there's no way they trade if... If Bosa's not taking first overall, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, you, you can't. Do, no if way. you do that, you decide yeah. to get you. You get fired immediately. I don't care what you've yeah. done. You get fired. Yes, there has been speculation that um, Cliff Kingsbury, of head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, will be actually what would be taking Kyler Murray first overall. But that has been said not to be true. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury came out, I think, today saying that. Josh Rosen is their guy. That's who they're sticking with. Uh huh. Obviously, obviously for now. I believe obviously him. Obviously for now. Um, wink, wink. Yes. Wait, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, we're not. We're, uh, Josh know. Rosen's gonna be a big part of your future. Wink, wink. 
Wink, wink, drop that curveball. You're traded. See Ky- you later. Kyler Murray, yeah, we, we have a quarterback. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, we'll see how that goes. But I did have a question. A guy on Twitter asked this question. Not to us, just to the majority of all Twitter followers that he has. And, and I saw it. His name is uh, Dylan D. Simone. Hmm. If I said that wrong. If I said that right. Via Twitter, he asked... Who didn't the 49ers sign or draft you're still bitter about? Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first? Who who they signed and drafted that I'm still bitter about? I have mine. Drafted, okay. Jamal you Adams. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams with the number two overall pick two yeah. years ago. Number three, actually. Number three. Were we number three? Yeah, we had two. Then we traded back for like five, 15 picks. And we got... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, number three. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. It's 2005. The 49ers had the first number... Had the number one overall pick. 2005? I thought we were doing like Lynch era. No. Then, yeah. Aaron... Yeah, okay. Aaron, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers is my I, number one regret. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. The fuck? Well, that's my number one regret. We're going back. Let me put on words in my mouth. If we're going You're back, that, if we're going back that far, then yes. But yes, let me let me continue. Let me continue. It's 2005. The 49ers hold the number one overall pick. Guess who they choose? Uh, was Alex it um, Brady Quinn? But they did it. Oh, he didn't make it. Pick Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, I think he went 23rd to the Green Bay Packers. Yes. Yeah, around there. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's mine. Um, you obviously can I, – I was looking at other drafts, and you could say, I mean, Alden Smith or J.J. Watt, but, I mean, Alden Smith kind of coming out of college. That's called revisionist – that's called revisionist history. Yeah. Why would you not, right? You know? I mean, you can't look into the future and see what he's going to be there. Yeah, the so first I mean, two years, Alden Smith was the greatest pass rusher of all time. What do you have, like... 33 and a half sacks or yeah, something? Yeah, like 33, right? Or 30 and a half sacks, something like that, in the first two years? Yeah, 33 and a half sacks it was. Yeah. So, yeah, he went off. Uh, I, that class had a lot of pass rushers. I mean, including him, J.J. Watt, uh, Vaughn Miller. Can you tell me who was drafted first overall in that draft? Oh, um... Ooh, was it? It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. Was it? Was it Cam Newton? It was Cam Newton. Clap it up. I like it. I like it. Knowledgeable. Knowledgeable there. I like it. Um, but yes, yes. Well, let's move on to some NFL news, and let's start off with the big one that happened yesterday. It was a it was a real uh, kick in the gut. Yeah, it was a good. It was a nice way to kick off. Well, maybe not a nice way. But it was a way to kick off the offseason. Terrible jokes. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, the Browns signed Kareem Hunt to a one-year deal. Yep. Actually worth nothing. They're kicking it with Kareem this year. It's actually worth, like, it's, it says it's $1 million. That's all bonuses. It's actually worth $0. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, maybe. <laughs> you got to do all these things to get your $1 million. But if you don't do it, you're going to get nothing. Yes. Obviously, Glenn Dorsey, who was the Browns GM, is taking a chance on a guy he drafted when he was with the Chiefs. Was it? Is it Glenn Dorsey? Yes. 
That's uh, okay. I thought because Glenn Dorsey, there's a defensive lineman named Glenn Dorsey. Yeah, he played for the 49ers. Was that? I think it's. I think it's a different last name. I think I'm not sure. Actually. It's not okay. It's John Dorsey, not Glenn Dorsey. Is it John Dorsey? It's some Dorsey something like John that. John Dorsey, yeah. They're two different people. Glenn Dorsey is a football player. He's six foot something and 300 pounds. Uh, there you go. See, I, I made the mistake. There and he's black. Yeah, totally. Um, I just put down Glenn Dorsey because it sounded well with Dorsey. When I saw Glenn Dorsey, I was like, wait a minute. Is, <laughs> is that his actual name, Glenn Dorsey? The, future, the former linebacker? Lineman? Yeah, I think he was a three-tech thing. It's definitely a D-tackle, that's for sure. He was drafted third overall by the Chiefs. Um, or fifth overall. Jesus. Yeah, bust. But yes. Uh, Glenn Dorsey. Fuck you, Kareem Hunt. I knew, I, I, knew some, I knew it wasn't crazy. I was like, wait a minute. Glenn Dorsey's a GM? <laughs> <laughs> when did he turn white and old? And then that was... John Dorsey. It was the wrong guy. It was the wrong guy. John Dorsey did draft Kareem Hunt in Kansas City. Yes, I did say that already. Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah. Fuck you, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> moving, moving on. He didn't even kick her um, that hard. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Good joke, Kareem. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah, good one. I didn't even kick her that hard. You're yeah. a piece of shit. Well, they're kicking yeah. in with Kareem this year. Uh, good news for former uh, safety Eric Reed. He had a one-year deal with the Panthers uh, this year. They re-signed him to a three-year deal worth twenty-two million. Whoa! Yeah, good for him. I'm a fan. That's bad news for the Niners. Bad, for, bad news for the Niners. He deserves it. He's a good player. You know why it's bad news for the 49ers? Why is that bad news for the 49ers? Just raises Errol Thomas's price tag a little bit. Yes, just a tad. Just a tad. Just Maybe a time. few million, but that's a lot of millions. Yes. But yes, um, they came out with a, a technically a goodbye video and him saying that he can do whatever he wants. Uh, and he officially asked to be traded. Antonio okay. Brown, correct? Yes, Antonio Brown, to be exact. He hmm. officially asked today to be traded from the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers have not done anything yet. They have not <laughs> traded him away. They haven't cut him or anything like that. You know what's funny? Antonio Brown has officially said that he wants to be traded away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what's funny? His video's like, I can do what I want. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, you definitely can't because they have to trade you. You can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. I can do what I want. Uh, actually, I, Antonio, nah, not, not the case. Really. Not the case, bud. Not the case, big guy. But, yes, um, that's some big news. But the biggest of news... In the NFL world, was Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. <laughs> there we go. Finally, stating that he will commit to his NFL career. Did you know that he can make draft history if he was picked in the first round? Yeah, the first ever player to be drafted in the first round of both MLB and NHL, NFL. <laughs> yes, kind of cool. That's kind of sick. NHL. Um, that'd been kind of funny. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Um, but what he has to do, he will. He has. Well, he doesn't have to. He will return one point two million dollars to the A's. Um, on March first, he gives up three point sixteen million to be with the A's. 
And because of this happening, the A's will not be getting a comp, a comp draft pick. Yes. They but not. the A's have already stated that they are not losing hope in trying to get him back. Do you think this is a ploy to just to get more money? The A's can't do anything about it. I mean, they can't do anything about it, right? They they can't. I don't know, but obviously we asked this before. How does Kyler Murray coming to the NFL affect the draft in April? It affects it big time, especially for the forty nine, especially for the early picks. That's for sure. Um, obviously it shakes up the first the, the the first top ten picks with two teams being the Giants and the Jags, hungry to get a a new quarterback on their team. Obviously, this is all before any off-season acquisitions start, but Colin Murray does affect the draft a lot. Yeah, he does. might trade up to get him. We'll see. Yep. We will see. We will see. We will see. Uh, but do you have any other news for the NFL? Um, let's see here. Um. Oh, the Bucks cut Vinnie Curry. They did, yes. It was his first year of a new of a three year deal, and they cut him on after the first year. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's all yes, I have. Yes, yes. That's all I have. Let's move on to some baseball news. Um, pitchers and catchers reported today and yesterday. Correct. Uh, that's correct. That is correct. Yes. Um. Talk about the A's first. The A's uh, added veteran catcher Nick Hundley, former Giant, to a minor league deal, to a minor league deal, and Brett Anderson, a pitcher. But I do have a question for you, Jake. Yes. This is regarding the Giants now. Okay. Right. Bryce Harper to the Giants. Uh, hopefully, because if they don't sign him, I'm not watching him this year. I'd rather not waste my time watching Drew Ferguson play in right field, who I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> well, Las Vegas says the Giants have the highest odds to sign by Harper, and those are one and one. Yeah, which means literally nothing. But yes, that they what that is what Las Vegas has the odds on. But that means they are the highest ones to get. Yeah, but. Not far behind the Padres, five and two, Phillies, four and one, Dodgers at fifteen and two, and the Nationals at ten and one. Hmm. I, if I if I would bet on that, I would put money on the Nationals. I mean, those are some ten to one odds. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, I want this. I want I want him on the Giants badly. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely change their team around. I mean, obviously, having that big of a superstar. I, I like Bryce Harper. I feel like he's not that bad of a guy. He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at baseball, too. Uh, he is from the Las Vegas area. So, um, giant being going to Tevitsko, I mean, it's not that far. Obviously, you, get, you know. No, but I mean, good. it's obviously closer to home than what it was in Washington, Washington D.C. Yeah. So. But we do we also. Have, yes. What? You were going to say something. Yes, we do have also news. Uh, the Giants today signed Geraldo Parra to a minor league deal. Uh, 
He's a career 279 hitter, 321 on base, which isn't great. But the last two years, he's been over 340, which is pretty good. Uh, last year, he batted 284, six homers, 53 RBIs, and 11 stolen bases. 714 OPS, which is on the low side. Uh, but he's a two-time Gold Glove winner. He bring he's a good defense, good defender. He plays, I believe, I believe he can play right and left. He's a great arm. Um, so it was a good uh-huh. minor league deal for him. That's like one of the that's a Jesus. That's a great signing for the Giants. They also today, Love it. yeah, like they, it. they also today like claimed right-hander Jose Lopez off waivers from the Reds, and order and and in order to clear for Jesus, and in order to clean. To clean to clear a spot on the forty-man roster, the San Francisco Giants designated left-hander Josh Osich, 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 for yeah, assignment. Right, yeah. I did not say what you thought I said, but Osich. So yeah, Lopez is a right-handed pitcher. He was in AAA last year of the Reds. He's twenty-four years old. Throws anywhere from ninety to ninety-five miles an hour. Has a curveball and changeup and a fastball. Uh, his ceiling is a three-four starter in the major leagues, but. That's like a ceiling. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario, he's probably a middle reliever, which is. I have a, I have a question for you. Which is what you need in baseball. Yes. What? Okay. Does for assignment mean? Hmm. So let's, here's what it is. So there's a 40 man roster and a 25 man roster. 25 man roster is a major league team. 40-man roster is there's 15 extra players on your 40 on your like a it's like a taxi squad basically they're in the minor leagues right so you can call you can call them up without having to drop someone right. so since Josh Lopez is on the Reds and he's coming to the since Josh Lopez is designated assignment designated for assignment by the Reds he was on waivers so the Giants right. picked them up however the Giants have 40 man have their 40-man roster filled. So in order to get him, they would have to designate someone for assignment, which is Joss Oshitz. That's what they did. So now Joss right. Oshitz is in like this period of waiting for like seven or ten days where teams can either – the Giants can trade him. Teams can claim his contract. He doesn't get his contract claim. He can elect, he, he can elect free agency because he doesn't have any options left. Uh, or the Giants could keep him and put him in their farm system but off the 40-man roster. So if they want to put him back on, they would have to take someone off the 40-man to put him back on. Uh, okay. Great explanation there. But there is a way you can. There's a way, there's a way you can like mimic. You can like you know screw around with it a little bit. Right, Let's say you have right, right. you have forty men on your roster, right? And you want to wow. add a guy when the season starts, but you can't. So it's all filled. What you do is you put someone on the. You put someone who's on the DL already. You put them on the sixty day DL. Yeah. So it, that would be like a. That would be like a Johnny Cueto this year. You put him on the 60-day DL. He's off your 40-man roster, which allows you to put a – which allows you to basically to get someone onto your 40-man roster without having to drop anyone. Right, right, right. So you right, can put, right, yeah, so you, you put people on the 60-day DL. 60-day DL in order to put someone that's currently not on your 40-man roster onto your 40-man roster. So an example right, would right. be like – example would be like, you know how Geraldo Parra, he signed a minor league deal. If right. he makes the if he if the Giants want him on this team, you'll say he makes the team. What they would do is put Quaid on the sixty day ADL, which opens up a forty man spot. You put him on the forty man roster. Then you would have to you know option someone from your twenty five man roster down to minor league so you can be on the forty on the twenty five man roster. Right, I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes. Very interesting. Very interesting. And also, 
A lot of news for the Giants the past couple of days, finally. Yes, yes. So also, the Giants are in discussions with free agent outfielder Cameron Mabin, ESPN's Buster Only reported today. Um, what a name, Buster Only. Buster Only, like Buster Posey. Uh, Mabin's versatility checks a big box for the Giants. Um, uh, Varhan Zaidi, who's their president of baseball operations, says that he wants guys who can play all over the – who can are versatile. And Mabin plays every position in the outfield. He's a great defender, like a, like a great defender. Uh, he's fast, not the greatest offensive guy. But what they would do is basically have like a, like a platoon where Duggar would face right-handed batters because he's a center he's like the starting center fielder who played right-handed he'll face right-handed pitchers I mean since he bats left and maybe he'll face left-handed pitchers since he bats right and Doug kind of struggles against right against lefties so they can have a platoon there where they don't put so much of responsibility onto uh Steven Duggar's plate they have like a veteran guy you know play a couple play a couple games here and there against lefties um but yeah according to the fan graphs which is like the analytics of baseball basically like a website uh he right. saved he saved more runs defensively six runs he saved than every giants outfielder combined last year jesus it's kind of hard to know what it's kind of hard to know like how to compute six defensive runs saved like it's kind of hard to know how like there's a whole entire like formula they do it with which for some reason if you ever bored and you want to do something like mindless go on fan graphs and just look at all like the metrics they have they have like every metric you can think of and once you look at it you become like hooked on to like reading about different things seeing who had like the highest sort of this uh, like today i was in class I shouldn't be saying this but i was in class but i was on baseball i was on uh yeah fan graphs and i looked up the highest ops which is on base plus slugging plus and uh ops plus which is on base plus slugging plus like something else yeah. Like a park factor and you know, like like where you play park factor and that the highest ever was Barry Bonds and he had like a two hundred ninety eight which is like insane, like it's like like bust like for example Bryce Harper his best is one ninety eight, Barry Bonds yeah. was a, Barry Bonds was a hundred points better than that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. So yeah, so that's the Giants news, but also yeah. more, other Giants news. Uh, Sergio Romo, former Giant, signed with the Jesus signed with the Miami Marlins on a one-year deal worth two point five. He can make up to, doesn't say he can earn additional money on top of that via incentives. Uh, he's thirty-six. Last year, though, he was a pioneer, not Cassius Bay, but he was a pioneer in the game of baseball. He was the opener for the Tampa Bay Rays. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, do you have any other baseball news before we get into our news segment? Well, I have a prediction on Bryce Harper's contract. Okay, let's hear it. Eight years, $280 million, opt out after four. I don't think he signs anything that's less than $300 million. Well, then he's not going to be signing anytime soon. (laughs) 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 He might want to get a day job then if he's not going to sign. Yeah. It's always going to be close to that number, but I mean, two eighty is not that bad. Two eighty yeah. for six years with a four-year opt. No, two two eighty for eight years, thirty-five million a year, which is which would be the highest like per season. Yeah. Um, but opt out after four because since he's twenty-six, let's say he kills it for four years, then he's like, okay, I'm going to opt out so I can get more money. Right. Then 
he can get more money by opting out of the team, out of the right. contract. Right, 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 right. Also, I like it. sorry, this is the last baseball news. The Gi- Giants have done a lot of shit recently the past couple of days. I've been happy about this, even though nothing's really happened yet. Uh because I want Bryce Harper. But yeah, the Giants signed Steven Vogt, former A, to a minor league contract. They did. They did. Yes. I saw that today. So they, yeah. basically, they basically did a trade. Well, not really, because Vogt was on the Brewers last year. But if you want to... But if you want to be... If you want to be technical, he was on the Brewers last year. But it's basically a trade. The Giants basically traded backup catchers on minor league deals with the A's. Sweet. Well, that's... Let's move on to our news segment. Also, no, I'm joking. Oh, dear. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. There's nothing else. Do you want to tell them about our new segment? Oh, we have a new segment for you guys. Oh, yes, we do. Here's the segment. Music. Come on, music. Oh, God. An ad. Motherfuck. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. segment. Cue the music. Oh. No football league here. AAFL or AAF. Alliance of American Football. 18. Thoughts on the new rules? What are your thoughts, Jake? Love the new rules. Especially the I new. I like them too. I like them too. The two-point conversion after every touchdown. Big fan of that. Don't want to see no. Big fan of that. Don't want to no see kickoffs? any soccer players. Big fan of that. Yes. There are punts, though, which there are, are nice. Punts. And there still are field goals. Yes. Oh, it's going to be pumped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What uh, team are you going to follow? What team am I going to follow? Well, let's list the teams first. Yes. Atlanta Legends. Orlando yes. Apollos, San Diego Fleet. San Antonio Commanders. Memphis Express. Whoa. Ram, Iron, Salt, Lake Stallions. And the Arizona Hotshot. Oh. Let's go, Iron. I like it. I like it. Tie it up. I'm between two teams right now, and that's the Iron and the Commanders. Ooh. Big fan of those two teams. But let's. Who are you happy to see back in this league playing football? Ooh, I'm happy to see Tr- Quentin Patton back playing football. Quentin Patton, yes. former Niner of legend. Niner legend. Big who, fan of that guy. Who would I've they, met him once in person. Yes, they would be down 38 to seven. He'll get a five-yard pass, get up, spike the ball, and dance like he's won the Super Bowl. You know they're down by 31. So that's what he would do, and I'm excited to see him and Trent Richardson. Yes, I also agree on both parts. Trent had a big game for the Iron this weekend, like 10 catches for 180 yards, and Trent Richardson had two TDs in their win. Oh. <laughs> the Memphis Express. Who scored no points in Mike Singletary. Yes, yes. They play this week. Can they go? Can they? Will they be shut out two games in a row? I don't know. We'll see. We do have sound. Do it. Oh, come on. I won't. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. They can't do it. Can't go. Can't do it. Sorry, I need to figure out how to make that better. But try on there. <laughs> but, oh, the AAF is back. The Woo! AAF is here, and I love it. Uh, just some of the games that they played this last weekend. I watched the, about three of them. Uh, the Atlanta Legend 6 versus Orlando Apollos 40. San Diego Fleet 6 versus San Antonio Commanders 15. Like we said, Memphis Express 0. Iron 26. And the Salt Lake Stallions 22 versus the Arizona Hotshots 38. Here's my power rankings. Yes, we do power, we do power rankings for the AAF. The Alliance, the Alliance as it's known as. 
Number one, the Apollos. Number two, yes. the Hot Shots. Number three, yes. your Birmingham Iron. Uh, yes. Number four, Salt Lake Stallions. Number five, the San Antonio Commanders. Number six, the San Diego Fleet. Number seven, the Memphis Express. And number eight, rounding out the top eight, well, the only eight, the Atlanta Legends. Great job. Great job there. Great job. Love it. Love it. Love it. AF. You bring me joy on days where the NFL is gone. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And that's the AAF segment. New segment. Yes. New segment. Like it. Big fan of them. Uh, 40 games total. We're down to only 36 now because obviously week one is done. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If you guys listen to that on the podcast, it's going to be kind of weird because. Yes. All, the timing was really off. I need to work on that. I need to. I need to. Hey, reco- yeah, hey, we're still practicing, though. I need hey, to record that beforehand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you need to do that better. Hopefully, it sounds good. Because I don't know how. Yeah, gonna, hopefully, it sounds fine. I don't know how it's gonna sound. If it doesn't sound good, we'll never do that again. But if it sounds great, <laughs> you bet your ass we'll be doing it. Yeah. Let's do our uh, our last segment. It's a little small segment that we have for you guys. Yes. Um, I'll read it off for us. What's the one food that actually tastes good, but the name of it makes you not want to eat it? Ooh, that's a good question. We have three examples here. Yes. Quiche is number one. Hmm. Number two, if you've ever heard of this before, I've never heard of it before, baked Alaska. Ooh. And number three. This is the best example. This is the best example by far. Carrot cake. Carrot cake, yes. Carrot cake does not sound good when you it eat it. It does sound good, but golly, it tastes great. That's I have a. They should change the name because carrot cake. I don't want to eat carrots in my cake. But then you realize, oh, it's no, there's no carrots in this. So why how is it called carrot cake? It should be called Thanksgiving cake. <laughs> Thanksgiving cake. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan of carrot cake. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Well, oh, we have some breaking after, news. Excuse me? Breaking news for the Warriors. Breaking news. Oh, Dray- yes, yes, yes. Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala are probable tonight. However, both need to warm up per Anthony V. Slater, Anthony Slater on from the Athletic on Twitter, and that was told by that was told to him by Steve Kerr. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Also, hey. Draymond versus uh, or Bo- Draymond versus um, what's his name? The center. Oh, what? Oh, Rudy oh, Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yes. Yes, it should be an interesting matchup tonight. Oh, we also have breaking news again. This is the Warriors too. Steve Kerr said via Anthony Slater again, uh, he will not play tomorrow night in Portland, and Sean Livingston will not play at all. Who, Iggy won't play and Sean? No, DeMarcus Cousins and Livingston won't play tomorrow in the back-to-back against Portland. I think that's kind of smart for DeMarcus Cousins because, you know, why? Risk it? Yes. So, yeah, that's what they're going to do. like it. Any other breaking news or anything else you want to say on the BA podcast? Um, Let's see if MLB Trade Rumors has anything new that's been added. No, they do not. Hoop rumors. Let's see if they have anything. Oh, Isaiah Thomas is near his return. Yes, he does. I think he's gonna. They were talking about him coming back and playing against the Kings. 
Ooh. Uh, for those who don't know, Isaiah Thomas currently plays for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, for those who don't know, do not get him confused with Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas. Right? So yeah, um, some technical difficulties, but we're back on it, I believe. Right, James? <laughs> yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's end it up because the connection's acting like crap. Yeah, I, yes. Uh, I, got, I, I got two shout-outs uh, for some people who are uh, new followers. Uh, Sabrina D'Ambrosio, thank you for the follow. Oh, Your yeah, that, yes, thank you. And uh, shout-out to my other friend, Ali Lozano, thank you for giving us a follow, and her boyfriend, Christers. Chris- shout out to you, yes. Yes, shout out to them. Um, I have a shout out to give. Yes, I love shout outs. Shout out to my Lord and Savior. No, I'm kidding. I don't have a shout out. <laughs> All right, well, this is your co host, James, with Jake. Uh, thank you for listening to BA Podcast. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at the BA underscore podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, and yeah. Have a nice Tuesday night. Yes, to end it, we'll leave you with this song. AAF, baby. Woo! AAF.